Hi guys, welcome back. Now this is officially the beginning of season two of the Legal Avenue podcast. My name is Lola OJ and with me I have Mandy. Hi guys, we missed you guys so much, so, so much. But I want to believe that while we were waiting for season two to come around, while we were preparing and cooking season two for you guys, you took your time to listen to all the episodes, 10 whole beautiful, sweet, loaded episodes of season one. And if you've not, please jump on all your streaming platforms and check them out because they are for you. But here we are with season two, welcome back and... As you can tell, we are super excited, like super, super excited to be back here. And we're going to hit off season two, episode one with a bang, right? Politics, activism, you know, law, everything is really important at the moment. We're going into election time soon. So yeah, first of all, get your PVCs, guys. It's super important. Let your vote count. Let your voices be heard. So talking about activism, talking about politics, talking about law, that makes me think about our next guest, Mandy. Would you like to give us a little introduction so they can know who we have in the studio today? So think about one very exciting person that overlaps everything, like literally someone you know that was, if not anything, at the forefront during the NSAS protest. Like everybody was following and he was helping us um, pave the way through the protest. And there's no other person but the one and only Fouls. We have him in the house today and we're not going to be talking about, no, we are not having him here for entertainment business. Chill. We're here for serious business, law, politics, and activism, and a bit of entertainment. Just small, <laughs> Mandy. <laughs> well, 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 what can I say? 2022 yeah. soft, like we enter soft life fest. <laughs> and we're serious, so next year has to be different. I mean, like, sure, it has to be different. So, please, even if we're coming in soft, this is a very, very serious topic. So, sit down, get your pads and your pen ready, and learn one or two things from this episode. So, yes, as Mandy has rightly said, we have Faust, Faust the bad guy in the building, aka Follarin Falano, here with us. What a, what a, what a bad guys in the building. Hello. <laughs> welcome, welcome. Thank you for honoring our yes, invitation. Yes, thank you for having me. It's good to see you here with us today talking yeah. about some very important things, yeah. I guess. Yeah. When he did his intro, I was tempted to say, you know what, just drop one or two bars. <laughs> just roughly. You said no entertainment, I was, Mandy. I, I said I was tempted. I didn't ask. I said I was tempted. Well, we're going to jump right into our questions. <laughs> So your fans know Faust the entertainer, like yes. all around entertainer. Yeah. We have in music, we have in comedy, we have in movies, we have it everywhere. Yeah. And they also know to an extent lawyer. But recently we are introduced to Faust the activist and politician. Tell us a little bit about um something I'll say the new Faust, the one we just met. So first of all First of all, I would like to say I'm not, I'm not a politician. I, I'm, I'm not. I, I, I don't consider myself a politician. I've never, you know, even really had the intention of doing that. Um, and second of all, I've always kind of the, the activism thing. It's not. It's not new. You know, it's always been in me. Um, you know, I've always been vocal about you know happenings and you know the political sphere with music, even outside the music, and you know it's just always been. So, you know, I don't think that's new. But the motive for activism has never been tainted. It's never been because, oh, maybe at some point in this day, on this day, I want to run for one office. Yeah, I have no politics in my plans. You know, a lot of people ask me, a lot of people say, say that, but I've never really, I've never even thought about it. It's just, you know, it's not part of the plans. I'm just a well-wisher. 
I just want everything to be okay. <laughs> I look around me and I see I see that everything is upside down and you know I just do not think that we should be existing like this, you know. Um as as a people, um as Africans as a whole, there's a there's a whole there's like a, an entire array of greatness that we're supposed to walk into, but we're dragging our feet, you know. So that's 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 the problem. I think it's very fair to say, like you have, that you're not new to activism. But I just think when you do things sometimes in music and comedy or acting, it goes over people's heads a bit. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that's why sometimes people feel like, oh, this is this is a new Files that we're seeing. He's mm -hmm. protesting. When really, if you check the history of Files, Files has always spoke about, you know, things that affect the average Nigerian. Mm -hmm. um, so that would also bring me to the next question. And we all know your dad. Right? How how can I introduce him in the way he should be introduced? Because he is someone that I absolutely love list like I love listening to, and someone that is so passionate passionate about Nigeria, about you know about the law and about justice. And do you think that the kind of father you have that that has inspired your activism, your let me not say political journey, but your view on politics? Yeah, I mean, definitely now, it goes without saying, you know, growing up in that sort of household, having that kind of figure as a father, as a mentor, as a as a role model, you know, it's inevitable. Um, I think it, it, it was almost like subconscious, self, you know, just as I was growing up, I was observing and, you know, that energy started to uh, be something that I eventually inherited and, you know, this is a part of me today. So I definitely cannot say that. You know, that didn't affect me. I think that definitely played a big part in who I am today. Okay, so everyone was pretty triggered by NSAS. Like, literally. No, like, my, uh, yeah, you do. NSAS happened, like, a month after I moved to Lagos. Like, literally. <laughs> so my parents were calling and they were like, stay at home. Don't go outside. This one down. But then we still had to do what we had to do. So <laughs> what was that? <laughs> we still had to protest. But we really want to know what made you um, take up that role in the forefront. What made you put yourself out there? Because a lot of, I don't say a lot of entertainers were shielded. Because I believe a lot of people chose the means in which they wanted protest. Some people were protesting online. Some people were there at the forefront. But what made you risk it all to be at the forefront? I mean, you can also deny that some people do not want to go out because some people are afraid. You know, that's, you know, that's, yeah, that's, that's, the, that's the truth. You know, let's not, let's not um, sugarcoat it. You know, not everyone was um, confident enough to say that, you know, I want to take it to the streets. And not by their fault. It's just knowing the way the terrain is and the way that these people have always... Um, being so unruly and uh, everyone fears for their life but at the end of the day the way I look at it is what is there to be afraid of? What's <laughs> <laughs> it? What's it? What's that can happen? You're the true son of your father like <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you a, question, a very simple question What's the worst that can happen? You will die Okay, look around you Are we not dying already? There's like the, what, how, how can this really be life? What is, what is this nonsense? What is this, what is this mess that we're in? I feel like every single, the average Nigerian is one, just one, which is very, very, very possible. One um, yeah, medical issue away from Dying. bankruptcy. <laughs> from bankruptcy. Why? Because they have to now start uh, asking people to donate money to travel abroad. Yeah. Because there is no health care. Mm -hmm. There's so many people, uh, so many places that 
still don't even have proper schools. Do you know how many out-of-school children are in this country? We have the highest number in the world, you know. There isn't still 24-hour electricity. <laughs> There's no even 12 hours. What are you saying? In 2022, are we insane? Personally, I think like we have we are like terribly, terribly behind the entire world. Do you know what they are discussing in the world? No. Technological no. advance. They are trying to go to space. Also, we are still trying to do bad road and <laughs> actually No, it's actually a mess. No, it is. I, I wake like, up. I wake up and I think about it and, and what people are worried about is, oh, ah, my safety. My, are, you, are you not? What kind of life are you? How are you going to achieve your true essence as, a, as an African person, as a, as a black man? If you're just sitting in your house worrying about your safety, just, oh, uh, let me and my family shall be okay. Uh, be okay and then do what? You know, it's, it's really crazy, Sha. Um, but I think this energy and this all these things I'm complaining about was the reason why, or let me say, were the reasons why so many people trooped out that period um, that you speak about. It, was, it wasn't just about police brutality, which is a very, very uh, long-standing fight. You know, it's something that, I don't know why it's even a fight in the first place. I'm just saying, you are supposed to be protecting me. That's your job. But yeah, the one that's harassing me, you're the one that's robbing me. You're the one that's extorting and killing. Stop it. That's all people are saying. And I don't know why it's so difficult to, to even listen to that. So, you know, it was, it was a lot more than that. It was just all the issues that everybody, you know, felt strongly about. And that's why that was such a big, big, big um, event. So, obviously, to you, this just sounds like common sense almost. Like, guys, this is not what life should be like. Let's let, get our voices heard. When you and a group of other people were allegedly being sued for your involvement in the protest, how did you feel and did you take it seriously? Of course, I did not take it serious. Um, it, did not, it did not move me one bit. Because, um, first, of, first things first, I know that there's people that are always going to make unreasonable moves and people that are always going to do things that you know would make you question like what is this person really doing like guy are you okay so it, it, the the uh supposed uh suit um court case was it, like it, it it didn't hold any water what is like if <laughs> very institute very institute proceedings in any court of law there literally has to be a cause of action like what are you suing for what what was that person suing for like there was nothing so when i saw it i was just like yeah this one just wants attention wants to be spoken about wants to talk and you know of course it was struck out surprise surprise to, i just want to build on that question so you spoke a bit like a lawyer just now and i know people know that you're a lawyer but do people know you actually like practiced law? And tell us a bit about that foul, since there seems to be so many layers to you. <laughs> I did do. Uh, I gave them. Uh, um, I, what, like after I was called to bar, I was called to bar in 2012. Um, more ten years this year. Whoa! Wow! Before Whoa! Me, way wow. Before me. <laughs> ten years this year. I'm your senior at the bar, Lala. So very much. Address me with respect. <laughs> Both of us. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're a lawyer as well. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. I'm your seniors. <laughs> <laughs> just for that place like that. So yeah. <laughs> just with long periods. Well, you know, seniority senior, senior, is such a big thing in law now. You know, like okay, even, so tell us a bit about it, senior wig. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually eligible for SAN. Yes, that's what I wanted to say now. It's just clicked. Before we get to SAN, <laughs> can you tell clicked. us a bit about your legal <laughs> journey? Apply for Senior Advocate of Nigeria. Yes, I'm in support Wonderful. of that. 
Wonderful. <laughs> no, it was um, it was sweet. Once I was close to the bar, I actually, you know, did practice. I was working with my dad for some time, and um, and so I was actually doing a lot of litigation because his friend does a lot of that. So we were going. I was going to court, and you know, but at the same time, I was already doing music, so I was, you know, like pushing my music on one side. So lawyer by day, rapper by night. Yeah, it was um, I was living that double life, Clark Kent, Superman's toughs. Yeah, giving them, and it was very interesting. I found it interesting. I um just balancing both worlds and um you know being able to what I felt like I was kind of maximizing my entire potential in life you know and um it was it was actually a very very interesting journey okay so just straight a little bit from the topic since Lola was really throwing the law into the mix if um if you didn't have interest in entertainment what would your legal career look like if you had gone all the way. Well, like I just said, 10 years yes, today. Then. So this year, I would, <laughs> I definitely would have been applying to become a senior advocate. This is so wild. <laughs> when, I, when I hear people say senior advocate of Nigeria, I think, oh, you know, this because of, of course, you, you need a minimum of 10 years post-call to be able to apply. So normally, in my mind, I just, well, well at, at least before, I used to think, oh, this person is some sort of elderly person. Does that mean I'm I'm old now? Yeah, well, you, you say that yourself. <sighs> it means you started young, which is good. Because there are yeah, some does, cause older I, cause I'm not old SANs now. coming Yes, in now, I'm not old now. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> can you age me? <laughs> I've seen some 30-somethings, and I'm like, yes, and it's because they just started, they started early. Like, they yeah. weren't, they didn't wait like me. Like, I was called about, what, 20 But that, this would have actually yeah, been, it would, it would have actually been quite a sweet story, because I'm I'm just gonna be I'm just gonna be 32 this year. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh shit. Wow. wow, wow. <laughs> so much revelations on, I, this, I on this podcast. I just realized. Well, you yeah. still try it. You know. Now I can tell. It's in. Yeah, no, you need you need a, a, um, some certain requirements. Uh, some, and some, you don't, don't meet the number of cases. Because you're rapping. Certain number of cases or that. Yeah, I've been on stage. Yeah. <laughs> so I know you already said you're not a politician, but yeah. we've seen a lot of mock up. Um, graphics, files running for office, and all that. Do you have any plans from all office the... in this election or any other election to come? <laughs> I need to see this. I've not seen any of this mock. You've not. Uh-uh. Not be mock up. No, I... not be nah, real graphics. They don't piss them. <laughs> Oh no! I, and please, no. So if you please, if you have any of these, please send it to Legal Avenue Podcast. I just need to take a look. Yeah, no, I, I've seen, I've seen quite a few of those things, and to be honest with you, it's, I've never at any point spoken to anybody or. <laughs> I've never met. I've been asked so many different times in the past. I've always said I don't have any such ambition. So these people are. I mean, I bless them. You know. <laughs> That's what you say when you're just like you don't have any other words. They obvious, them. yeah. They they because I I know it's coming from a good place. You know, everyone is frustrated. Everyone is you know tired of the mess. But like I said, I've from the beginning up until now, nothing has changed. I've just you know never really had any intention of uh, vying for office. I I do realize and I do also agree that a lot more a lot more people that would definitely be cut from a different cloth. You know, if they do get an office, need to participate in the process and run for office but as for me personally i don't have it in my plan <laughs> so then what advice would you have to maybe you know to some 
I don't know, they keep saying youths, but I also understand that you could still be like middle-aged and still have good intentions. So yeah. what advice would you have to people that want to participate in politics and especially this up-and-coming elections? But maybe they don't have the backing or, yeah. you know, the money. Like, what would, what would you what is, say? When you say middle age, what, what's middle-aged? 40-something is middle-aged to me. Yeah, because I, I genuinely think that upwards, there is downwards right now. I think there should be an age limit on who runs for any kind of office upwards. So like all these old men that are coming out, they shouldn't even be able to run in the first place. Are you hearing age? But, but why? How old is that president? But, but Officially. Why? How old is that president? I, I couldn't tell He's you. He's like 70, 71 or something. Officially. Yeah, but, but why? But why, because, is, why is age the problem? Because even, is wait, now let me tell you why. Let me, I'll tell you why. It's pretty simple. Because if you were doing any other kind of work, any other kind of employment, there is a retirement age. True. Why is there the concept of a retirement age? Because it is believed that at some point in time, a person is too old to continue working. So how are you now leading a whole country when you should not even be working in a normal nine to five? How insane is that? And what is retirement age generally? It's like 66, yeah, 65, 65, 65, 65 or 70. Yeah. And your president is 71, officially. <laughs> Why do you keep stressing? Wait, no, let me check. Unless maybe I'm wrong. I think he's 71 officially. But again, Joe Biden is very old. I don't see people protesting in America. Is it because America works? America, is, that, is that why? They speak... Oh, what am I saying? 79. <laughs> 79 officially. And it's possible that's football age. What do you mean it's possible? <laughs> Somebody from that is coming from military era. <laughs> what do you mean it's possible? We, are, we know. So, how... That, that is insane. That is, is I, Would you okay, be surprised? Would you be surprised when you see an interview and they've asked him one question and yes. he's saying something else? It's basically exactly what's happening all the time. <laughs> yeah. You, you like you're you're eighty. Ah, that 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 is that is like great grandfather age now. <laughs> oh good. <laughs> no, but that is. Like, studio guys, you guys have tried. <laughs> So we need to, de de I think it definitely has to be upwards. There definitely has to be a limit on that. But yeah, to answer your question, a lot more, a, a lot, a lot, a lot more young people. That, and that's what we need right now. We need young energy. That's why when you mention middle age, I don't even know if I want to hear middle age. I just want to hear young. Why? I say that, I say this because we need, there, there's a lot of freshness. Oh yeah, fresh mind. Freshness, fresh perspective. Yeah. What we have now is a, a very outdated, yeah. a very nonsense mentality that has stuck on and that people have gotten used to and that needs to be overhauled completely but i've been around where people have conversations especially these older people my dad his friends have conversations and they're like yeah i don't really like trust the young ones to lead us like they're not yet serious they've they not gotten their art yeah they've not gotten their art together the tiktok generation leaders what do you think about that don't but you that, have some reservations but that's the reason why we should lead because we are the tiktok generation and we are now the entire world now is in the tiktok age so if you're not in tune how can you really flow with the rest of the world with the with where the world is going the world is moving look, do you know the kind of technological, like I said, this is the second time I'm mentioning this now. <laughs> the kind of technological advancements that the world is making. We are here, stuck. We are far behind. And you're telling me you don't want the TikTok generation to lead. How else can we possibly... Look, man, everything that, that every young Nigerian has ever tried to do, you know, or ever tried to be, the Nigerian state has always held them back. You know, that, I, I think that's a very horrible energy. The young people in any nation are the, 
most valuable natural resource people people human beings and you know if people aren't being invested in if people you know aren't being developed to to you know bring about a, a greater um uh, environment i think you know we're only just moving backwards i think we're only just moving backwards so as, aside from um youths running for office how else would you say that they should participate in the right way? And also, apart from, we don't need more of talks for younger or older people. So how would you advise you to participate in the upcoming election? First of all, register. You must. You must. If you have not registered and you're listening to my voice right now, you are the problem. <laughs> okay, no, I don't mean to attack you that man. <laughs> you twice. You're like, okay, yeah. let me be nice. Maybe a little too aggressive. <laughs> no, I don't mean to attack you in that man. But, um... To be honest with you, it's, it's actually that serious, you know, because this is what we've been trying to change for the longest time. And I feel like 2023 is a very, very vital year. It's a very vital year. I I really pray and hope that everything goes well and peacefully and smoothly, but um, it's going to be a very vital year. But what do you say about people that say, yeah, I don't want to get a PVC or I have it, but I won't vote because... I'm still going to be voting for the same main parties that are recycling the same old leaders we are referring to. Uh, or my what, are, what I'll say or, to them is... My, my votes won't count. Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a popular one. What I'll say to people saying, oh, I'm still going to vote for the same main party, is they, well, you are the problem. You are the problem. And I'm being honest with you. Why do you feel like you have to vote for any of these stupid... These, these guys have consistently consistently shown themselves to be the worst of the bunch but you feel like you must go why why do people even vote for those parties in the first place because why? they're the ones we hear about they're popular they what you do know, you mean they're the ones they, prom they have you're... the money so they promote so you see them some other parties uh -uh. you Are might you telling not me? even know they exist if i ask you now that at the last elections can you mention at least five other alternative presidential aspirants that, that contested i'm sure you can I doubt I come on we all know them we all know them we all know them and there was a lot of there was a lot of news about them we were hearing about see people just want to identify with what they they feel like is maybe popular or what people are talking about or whatever that's the you don't need to know their party all you need to know is oh this is the person of course you will check oh what party is this person running under but you don't need to know the party as per background oh i've known this party from before why what do you need to political parties in nigeria aren't being run on ideology anyway if you ask apc or pdp what's your political ideology they have nothing they have none they they like they're just operating on vibes it's like a club <laughs> hold on hold on we need a moment you said they're operating vibes on now. vibes. They're just operating on vibes. I need to quote that. <laughs> they're just operating on vibes. Because if, like, a political party, anywhere in the world, a political party will say, okay, this is what we stand for. We are, we are, we are Democrats. Right? We, are, we are liberals. So the things that we value, oh, you know, we value freedom. You know, so you must be able to choose. You must be able to do this. Oh, so that, that, that would mean that we'll be in support of... Uh, 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 the, the LGBTQ community, for example. Do you get what I'm saying? Because, you know, these are our our values. These are our ideology. There's nothing like that here. Yeah. So, so why would you say that, oh, eh, because you don't know their party? Everybody's giving excuses. Everybody's giving excuses. You know, look at look at new faces and say, okay, this person seems like they have their head on their shoulders. You know, we and even as from the last elections, and we're going to try and do that again. We tried to, when I say we, I mean myself and... Um, a young lady called Layla. Uh, we had a show 
uh, called On the Couch, where we got some presidential aspirants oh, yes. to yeah, yes. come. We had this, engaged in discussions with them. So just trying to project them in the light that people can see them and say, oh, okay, mm, this person can do this. So this person seems like he's intelligent. This person. So, you know, you're seeing more of them. You're hearing from them about their plans and intentions. Meanwhile, those other people, you don't even hear anything from them, oh, but because you know that, oh, this is the popular party from before. Like, you know, it's the same thing we're talking about. Like, you're, yeah. you're continuing the cycle in that manner. So do you have any advice for lawyers and activists, how they can participate also, be in the forefront, help the election, help the general public understand stand of things and all? Yeah, just um, uh, as, uh, for lawyers, uh, I would say just maybe in terms of uh, areas of the law that uh, that are kind of important for people to know, especially surrounding elections and, you know, all these issues, you know, just try and uh, educate people around. Uh, because, of course, laymen don't have the legal knowledge that we have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Future essay and so So we have to share it. <laughs> we have to impart this uh, wealth of knowledge on our immediate environment. Oh, my God, you see the pride in his face. <laughs> as saying, it's sweet to be a lawyer, oh, because... <laughs> The way he's carrying his nose, he's yeah? Showing, he's showing visibly. <laughs> we have to share it to the immediate environment and, um, you know, just get everyone. I'll, I'll say each person. Someone was saying this to me earlier on. I think it's a great idea. Each person should register and then aim to get at least five people around them to also register. You know, it's a way that you can sort of spread that energy. Okay, I think I saw MI tweet that. Yeah, yeah. So there's, a, there's like a okay. group of us, you know, we're trying to ginger and get that to be like a you know, a thing. So more people start, you know, raising that awareness about it and we can all be armed and ready. Because twenty twenty three is going to be a it's gonna be a very important year. Well that's been great. And yeah. we've been talking a lot about activism, all these important matters, but I'm gonna just lower the tone a little bit. So I'm gonna just say like how important is your lawyer to you? Because I'm sure if you have a lawyer, which you probably do, um when you were doing all the activism stuff, were they like sweating? <laughs> I'm worried that what is this man going to do next and how would it affect you in any way? Or would um, they like, you know... I have lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, everyone just kind of knows that this one is, you know, this one is a, is a different kind of character. So no one's really sweating anymore when they see me, you know, do all these things because they know that, look, this is what this guy genuinely believes in. That's him. You know, he's always going to be this. Today, tomorrow, next tomorrow, he's still going to be that person. So... No one can stop that. At, at the end of the day, like I said earlier on, you know, what's, what are we afraid of? What's the worst that could happen? You know, it's... And I feel like everyone kind of... You know, it might, it might sound, sound difficult. It might sound crazy to say that. But the truth is everyone, actually, that is existing in this space needs to have that mentality because we're already at rock bottom. True. You can't go any lower than this anymore. What are you afraid of? If everybody's going to die one day, so would you rather die in the most useless way? I'll tell you what I mean by the most useless way. Let's say you fell sick, for example. You had kidney problem. They rush you to hospital. And general hospital cannot treat you. You have to go abroad. You cannot raise the money. You died. Or you're walking on the road. Down food that is passing one way. He jam you. You die. What kind of useless death is that? What kind you of have use COVID. What, what kind you of go to hospital and there's no oxygen. And what kind of useless death is that? Is that what you prefer? Than the one that... Maybe, oh, while you were fighting to make sure that this changes, you know, let's say, for example, something like that happens and the unfortunate that you fear, which you know, probably is unlikely, but let's say this worst then happened to you in that circumstance. Which death 
we are still all gonna die anyway. Which death will you prefer? So that's what I think. That's how I I reason and I say, look, at the end of the day, we're already at rock bottom. You know, it's it's um you know, there's there's very, very little to be afraid of at this point. But I know some people have this belief and quote that Nigeria is not worth dying for. Like it's I not Nigeria I, you're dying for. I, you're gonna people. die. <laughs> so when the people say that dying for, oh you're dying for <laughs> Okay, let's say they're dying for Nigeria. In the other, in the other instance, what are they dying for? Nothing. Which okay, you rather die for nothing? Yeah. Okay. Would you rather die for nothing than die for something? Choose one now. Since they are forming, oh, Nigeria is not what that. <laughs> All these are just excuses. They are just afraid to die. That's <laughs> and you can't blame anyone. Obviously, most people are afraid to die, and you know it's understandable. But um, I, that's why I just said more people need to at least try to have that mentality because it's where I think we need to be. Wow. Yeah. Thanks, thanks so, so much. No problem. For your time. We've no taken a whole lot of it. And we're coming to the end of the podcast episode. But there's something we usually do, which is legal takeaway. And I know we didn't, like, give you any heads up, but uh-uh. But your lawyer, sports. 10 years post call. Easy. Are you going to give me an exam? Easy. <laughs> what was that? Sun in the making. Suit to be SAN. So legal takeaway of this, literally, like, quotes, something legal knowledge can share with people, something that they can learn from. Legal knowledge. Oh, okay. Yes. Hmm. So give us something. There's something um, There's something that I always live by, and it's also kind of like a general life principle. Every individual is, or at least should be, should be free to exercise their rights in any possible manner, so long as the exercise of your rights and freedom does not affect the exercise of the next person's right and freedom. So everybody is free to do whatever the hell they want to do in this life, so long as them exercising their rights and their freedom does not affect the next person. I think if everyone can live by that, the world would be a better place. What happens in the world right now is that everybody tries to dictate for everybody and just let everybody be themselves. Just let everybody be themselves. Let everybody do their thing. And that that is actually also generally a, a legal principle. But like I said, it's also just a life a life lesson as well. Well, this has been a fantastic episode. I'm sure many of you who know Files, the bad guy as the rapper, the entertainer, the actor, the I don't know what else, it's all the things that you do. I'm sure now you can see that he is very much an intellect. And this is why we love talking to, you know, we love talking to people because you find out so much more about what's going on inside their head. And as you can tell, there's a lot going on inside Files is the bad guy's head and lots of um, important takeaways for the day. And so just to give a quick disclaimer, nothing discussed here constitutes as legal advice. It is strictly for educational purposes and entertainment purposes only. Our views are our own. And please always consult a legal practitioner for legal guidance. And also pay your lawyers because they deserve it. So, Files, I mean, everyone knows, knows where to find you on social media. So we're just going to big up Legal Avenue Podcast. So make sure you guys subscribe to our podcast. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, now that we have Twitter back. <laughs> and all of everywhere else. And just engage, you know, keep the conversation going. It's going to be a very important time soon. So make sure you get your PVC. Be like Files. Do you understand? Take it seriously. Because ultimately, all these things, they affect every single one of us nigerians home and abroad so take it seriously files do you have anything else you want to say to all of us out here yeah man um like she said get your pvc register to vote this uh 2023 is going to be a very 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 important year and everyone everyone needs to participate all the problems that uh black people are experiencing all around the world um everything is linked to 
Africa and Africans refusing to wake up. And, you know, I think this is, like I, I keep on saying, this is 2022, you know, in this day and age, we shouldn't be experiencing all these things. So we have to change it. So everybody needs to say, get up, register, and get ready for 2023. I have a new tagline for you guys. So when you think about elections, think about this. What will fouls do? <laughs> Literally. So that's new tagline. From now the election is over. What will fouls do? Like and guys, that. I know you can feel the energy already with season two. We need you to keep that going. So share the podcast episode with your friends, with your family, listen to it. And you know what? Till next time, we love you guys. Peace.